<laughs> Welcome to The Stack, a weekly show where we discuss the latest in the world of sales, marketing, and tech. I'm your host, Sean Henry. I'm Tim Stabersky. And I'm Ryan Sylvester. How's it going, guys? Good. I just realized that I'm always the second person to, to go and introduce ourselves, and I don't know I don't know why that is. I don't know why Ryan never goes second. <laughs> I don't know either. What an astute observation yeah. Yeah. so early on in the show. Yeah. yeah, so today is what? What's the date today, guys? Today, today is, is 21st. Yep. 21st, and this is episode what number? 42. I thought last week was 42. Last the notes say 42. Well, we're 40 something. <laughs> the notes double, do not lie. I'll double check yeah. on that. And we've been doing this for, I guess, a little over a year now, right? Yeah. With maybe a, a short hiatus. Very short. For a very short window of time. And um, yeah, if this is your first time tuning in, each week we kind of bring you guys the. Um, the content, developments, highlights, you name it, you know, the stuff that caught our eye and, and that we think um, you should uh, be aware of. Yeah, and each week we start with a segment where Tim, me, uh, says that he can't believe that it's already Thursday. Yes. <laughs> every I can't believe it's already Thursday. Week. Um, but it is my favorite day of the week because it's the day that we record the stack. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time. I do enjoy time. Thursdays. This is episode number 42. Bam. There you have it. So uh, this week, we are kicking things off with an update from Wistia. Wistia is a, what would you guys, how would you guys describe Wistia? It is a, well, I think that they describe themselves as like a DIY marketing, like video marketing software. Oh my, Sean almost just tipped his laptop. Right yeah. Sean yeah. likes to live precariously on the edge with all electronics. What do you mean by D, D how, how do you figure That's out? That's, well, okay, so... Not to jump ahead, but in this Wistia uh, channels update, well, they, no, you're jumping ahead. I, well, I just said <laughs> not to jump ahead, but they they describe like this whole process as uh, giving people the the DIY experience while providing professional looking videos. Okay, and right. if you just reading their value proposition right on the homepage, they just they describe themselves as video software for video loving business. I like that better. Yeah. Okay, no, so I was so kind of close. Well, like, uh, so I think of it as professional quality video hosting. So if you are a business and you've got a YouTube player on your homepage and throughout your content, mm. I don't know, you're using free, yeah. cheap tools with zero control. You know, you have really no control as to what YouTube chooses to do with your videos, where they're funneling people to, mm. are they keeping people on your yep. site or they send them somewhere else and you've got no measurement. So, um, Wistia solves all I, of those problems. I, I tend to think of these these hosting services in like three tiers. There's, there's the YouTube sort of on the bottom, mm -hmm. the Vimeo sort of in the middle, Yep, and then the Wistia. Yeah, no, the uh, Vidyard's another solution yeah. that's out there. Wistia is kind of our go-to. We use Wistia at our agency. Uh, we've recommended Wistia for a number of reasons. One of those being that integrates with HubSpot, and you can capture leads, funnel them to HubSpot. You can see what individual contacts are doing. It's super easy to customize. Websites. Yeah, so great, great tool. And um, I think a, a week or two ago, we were talking about how YouTube made this change where they... Uh, the more or less, they, they made it so that you can't, you can't um, turn off suggested videos at the ends of at the end of embedded videos. So if you have a, a video from your channel that you embed on your, your website... Um, you used to be able to have it so that at the end, it just ends. There's nothing new that pr pops up or, or that YouTube prompts the user to do. Um, but now that's disabled, so you you always have recommended videos. You can solve this by appending rel, um, rel, rel equals zero, zero to yeah. the embed code, but it still 
prompts additional videos. It's just that just limits it to your channel. So it's it, more or less they've taken away control. Well, yeah, and I don't know if you cut. I kind of spaced out for a second, but I, <laughs> um, it's taking people away from your website. Yeah, those any, recommended videos. So it's not it's not playing within yeah anytime. the embed code. It's playing in YouTube. Mm -hmm. So it's taking people away from your site. And Wistia addresses that. Yeah, so they've got this really cool new feature, um, and it's called collections, right? No channels. No, I'm channels. Sorry. Channels and um, turn a collection of videos into a show-stopping channel. And they've got a really fun video that demos it, so go check that out. But um, basically, it allows you to take a collection of your videos, whatever they might be, and turn them into a collection so you could have that same like nonstop viewing experience that you sort of expect if you're watching, say, a series on Netflix or right. something like that. Um, and it's just designed really, really well, so you can build a collection very quickly, style it the way you want, Embed on your site without bringing in a developer. And what's really nice is just the fact that, you know, with like going back to again to the YouTube auto suggested plays and like that, that relies on the algorithm to make suggestions and whatnot. This allows you to to order the videos in, in the order that you want them to be viewed in, mm -hmm. uh, which is just really helpful when you're tr if you're trying to tell a story or build um, build up to a point. As opposed to that kind of random mix mash you can get otherwise. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, if I'm if I'm logged in under my email on YouTube, it's I could be watching a marketing video. And next thing pops up is chicken wing videos. <laughs> so it's it's just <laughs> they're good videos. Yeah, no, say. they're good, but it's not you know it's not keeping me on track. So uh, we'll put a link in the show notes and um, definitely go check it out. But this is another really great feature from Wistia, and I'm kind of pumped to play around yeah. with. It, so yeah, cool, cool. Um, the this so this is what I was reading this week. Um, the title this is from Buffer. Uh, the title reads: Does vertical video make a difference? We spent six thousand dollars on tests to find out. So basically, what they did is you show a vertical video, so full length on you know a mobile device, and they you know compared it to a square video, so like an Instagram dimension video, and they kind of. Um, they just spiked out the major differences, and the, I guess the key takeaway here is to focus on what drives traffic, um, what or what social sites are driving traffic, and what social sites are driving engagement. So the first big takeaway is that uh, using a vertical video on Facebook is going to drive traffic, and it's about... I think I, I can't remember the percentage exactly, but I think it's like forty or something percent more traffic. Did they say why that is? It's just I I don't know. I mean, I think it's just <laughs> I think the vertical video. If I can make an assumption, the vertical video is more like prompt two. The square video might seem out of place, and it's not. It's not going to drive as many people Ooh, back. A hypothesis. It says <laughs> the research idea with Animoto all came from one simple statistic. Square video takes up 78% more real estate in a person's mobile newsfeed than does landscape video. Interesting. Making square video more engaging, more effective, and easier to watch. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so Facebook's big claim to fame in this study is that it costs very, very little cost per click to get people to your website. So if you want to drive traffic from a social site using vertical video, Facebook is the one to do it. On the flip side of that, if you're trying to drive engagement, vertical video in 
Instagram stories, like they they just skyrocket past any square video, which I don't even know if you can do anymore. Can you even put a square video in? No, I think you can. I'll be honest. I've never uploaded a video to my personal Instagram channel. Really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's taken over the snap too. Sorry, Tim. Taking over the snap. No, but um, there there's I like I'm Snapchat guy. You are you the are Snapchat, Snapchat guy. guy. Um, this this is full of like tons of interesting graphs and stuff, and I put a couple images in the show notes. Uh, so check it out. But it's it's interesting to see the the big differences, even though Facebook and Instagram, controlled by obviously the same, you know, company Lord. Uh, <laughs> Please never refer to Zuckerberg <laughs> as Lord again. He's been in the news a lot lately. Yeah. Did you see that? I try to tune it out. Yeah, these I days. know. Yeah. But Facebook interesting. Marketing is alive and well. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, that it, it all depends on your industry. This is kind of interesting. Highly produced, polished video doesn't always win. Yeah. 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 And uh, they, uh, Sweet Tarts, I think they referenced Sweet Tarts in there and they did uh, two different videos. I think, yeah. No, Smarties. That's the one. Sorry. Uh, Smarties did a polished video and an unpolished video that kind of gave a behind the scenes look and it drove like twice the engagement. Twice Smarties. Remember Smarties? I can't remember. They're the little tube with the disc-shaped candies. Like oh, they're, the ones no, that they're like the big sweet tarts. <laughs> sort of. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, it's definitely interesting. But, cool. but I think we've seen that maybe with ourselves and kind of with our clients, like the more behind the scenesy, uh natural videos that are, you know, they're, they're driving the engagement. They're getting everyone to go. The, there's something about um, more impromptu videos that lends um, credibility, sure, or trust. It, Personality. It, well, it, it it they feel less like you're trying to sell someone something. Yeah. Uh, often, often. Yeah. And more like you're just trying to build a relationship. I, I think that's where a big part of the appeal comes from. I buy it. Cool. Sean's bought in. I'm bought in. <laughs> All right. What else we got, guys? So this week I saw um, an article by Alex Burkett over for uh, over on marketingland.com. And Alex actually works for, um, he's a member of, of, of the HubSpot team. And the article is titled, What Does Online Lead Generation Look Like in 2019? And ultimately what it, it this article was pulled from some research that HubSpot did where they surveyed um, some marketing professionals it, it, to to give just a little um, disclaimer. It wasn't a huge pool of respondents that they had. They had 173 um, respond, respond, responses. Who cares? <laughs> yes. <they, they> <laughs> um, but they're more or less trying to get a sense of what marketers are doing, what the results are in yeah. terms of how they're capturing leads. Right. Right. And I think the big take, I read this too, the big yeah. takeaway at the end is saying it's still working the same way, almost. Well, so there's like, recently there's been this huge um, discussion around like the future of lead generation and the role that chatbots um, are right. going to play with, and, and rightly so, we were all expecting them to play a larger and larger role. And, mm -hmm. Well, I think as the AI improves... Yeah, but forms are still important. The, the main takeaway right now is forms are still really important um, for the majority of businesses um, in terms of actually capturing that information so that you can market. Have you guys people. inquired or you know asked any real serious questions via 
the chat bot? Um, I definitely have. Every time I have, I will say I've been disappointed by uh, typically no response. I I would agree with you, but I will say when I ask a very serious question, like a complex, well, let's take HubSpot, for example. Sometimes I'll hop on the chat bot because it's quicker than hopping on the phone. They're really good at their customer service, so it's a little different, but I usually get a really fast answer. Yeah. Let's say I'm shopping for shoes and I have a question about, you know, boots. I, like I'll ask a question with no intention of getting a reply, but I use it because it's there. Yeah. If, and when I do get a reply, it's just, it's cool, but it's, you know. I am personally a rapid user of the web. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm only on a page for as long as it takes me to consume the information on that page. So if I, if I ask a question about a product or a service and I don't get a response by the time fairly quickly yeah. I leave and I'm, I'm just not the kind of person to leave um, my email by, by chat. Like if, if I'm intending, like if I want mm-hmm. to get a follow up later on, I'll just submit a form. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, I know what to expect. I think that's the key. Like don't have the chat live if you don't have somebody ready to reply. Yeah. But certainly like if you have a customer support team or customer success team that is there taking phone calls every day. I think live chat makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, it's, it's really helpful if, if you can staff it. Yeah. Um, it's great. Yeah. And I, I will say HubSpot's done a fantastic job. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Very fast with it. I love it. Here's something interesting. I don't know if it, it's interesting to me. Web forms is clearly the winner, but when you look at highest converting lead capture tool, it's a tie between live chat and quizzes. And I think that I haven't seen a lot of quizzes out there. But I'm sure well, we we don't have quizzes. We no. have like calculators and right. incredibly high conversion rate for oh, yeah. those calculators. Yeah, but I think it 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 even makes sense. What was I looking at? I was looking at uh, oh, I was I was building my Tesla online the other day, <laughs> and you know it was um uh, it was showing the price of your loan. Not that I'm you know I just wanted to do it, but um it, you know it showed you how much you have to pay and, and all the packages you want and stuff like that. I think the more and I love doing that stuff. So. I would say quizzes over live chat and quizzes over, well, I guess quizzes can't really get you an answer like a form can. Yeah. The other big takeaway from the article that um, I know we full heartedly agree with is that people, businesses, companies, we're, we're not optimizing that funnel right. um, as well as we should be just in terms of understanding the the thoughts going through people's minds as they're actually working through, um, this is with, with the forms in mind, mm-hmm. um, the different hangups that are possible, the different um, roadblocks that we inadvertently put in the path of the people who are trying to convert. You know, once they're on the form, getting them to submit should be fairly easy. Um, I think that's where these two intersect. Yeah. Have the live chat by the form or maybe only do that prompt when people have been lurking there for like a while. They haven't completed, but they've started like look for an opportunity to have that logic. That could be powerful stuff. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. App of yeah. the week. App of the week. Oh, that's our song. <laughs> you have to go back. We'll and record just, a sound. Oh just, no, I'll just, just take just that little sound. It, yeah. Um, so this is one I found and uh, it's called quick tap survey. And I actually have experience with this app because my college used it at the dining hall. Oh, cool. Yeah, and they had a tablet at the exit every day, and it just had frowny face or a smiley or whatever, and you would just quickly tap one. And everyone always clicked the 
angry face because <laughs> that's terrible. It's yeah. What um, was the? What, I'm just, what was the? What was the role of that? Just it was just like how satisfied were you with your gotcha. meal today? Okay. Gotcha. Um. So, anyways, this is a great. Um. It's it's like a survey monkey, but a little bit more interactive, a little bit more clean. I think I love survey monkey. Don't get me wrong. Um. But this is is good for lead capture, customer feedback, or research. And I think a lot of the application comes from. Let's say you're at a trade show and you want to set up a customer survey or just get some quick feedback from people that were around at the conference. You can set up a tablet, you know, with a, you know, with whatever you want. Um, if you have a really cool experience that you're selling, let's say you have a class that you're offering out of your business and you want to get quick customer feedback after that class, set up a quick survey. You can tailor it to your brand uh, colors uh, and uh, font. I don't know why I had such a trouble with that word. And uh, you can create mobile forms to conduct research, uh, shoot it out in an email or anything like that. I love the templates section where yeah. they kind of pre-built mm -hmm. several of these things for you. So they've got a visitor feedback survey, which is that two like button option, yes or no. Um, net promoter score, tell us about your experience. Let's see oh, they, they, uh, yeah, you could enter to win a prize. So like if we ever had a competition or something for someone to win some crazy prize for subscribing to the podcast, we could create this form, have everyone enter their email and they would automatically pick a random email. I guess it's pretty simple, but also cool. They even have a template for like a little virtual scratch card. Oh, thing. that's pretty cool. <laughs> I, I didn't see that one. <laughs> yeah. So pretty cool. If you want to try to get some, uh, you yeah. know, Leads with an interactive survey. Have you checked uh, inter uh, integrations? Does it integrate with anything? It doesn't integrate with HubSpot. Ooh, uh, so please add that integration. Uh, yeah. I uh, I went in there and I started to fill out the form and <laughs> didn't finish filling out the suggested uh, integration, but be a great candidate. I just found a broken link on their website. Yeah. And I am going to email them. <laughs> Do it up. And then yeah. second-ish app of the week. It's just oh, we have to. kind of. Um, I guess. I didn't know about this. <laughs> well, I remembered about it. Um, earlier this week, SEM, <laughs> SEM Rush announced some new, um, some new, well, I, I forgot. I was excited no, about this. No, it was no, the sentence. The phrasing, I remembered about I it. I remembered, remembered about, about it. it. Um, oh, SEM boy. Rush announced some new, uh, an update to their API. Yeah. Um, so that some, some really helpful information that used to only be available through the interface is now, um, easily exportable. Okay. And it's, it's this batch seems oh, to be uh, been, tied to traffic. Right? Yeah. It's all around, around um, traffic uh, metrics. Yeah. Um, it can be really helpful when you're talking about competitor, competitive um, research. Um, just if you're trying to get a lot of data all at once and you want it in a, a spreadsheet that you can manipulate a little bit easier um, than, you know, the SEMrush interface. Huh. Cool. <laughs> um, so I want to play around with that a little bit more and, Look forward to doing so. I'm playing with a lot of different apps this week, so I'm going to have a good one for next week. Okay. I'm always sad when I don't come to the table with an app of the week. Your your apps are usually pretty killer. App of the week. <laughs> we have two songs. <laughs> I know. Uh, lightning round. Lightning round. So there's a section where we quickly, quickly run through some other updates that we didn't have time to talk about. First one is Pinterest redesign feed may drive more referral traffic. Thoughts? Oh, well, that would be nice. I mean, yeah. Pinterest is already a beast at referral traffic. Beast. So yeah. Interesting to see what they'll be able to do. 
Uh, Apple buys AI voice startup that helps companies build Alexa and Google Assistant apps, which I think is long overdue. Their yeah. uh, Siri is just complete crap next to the Google Assistant. So hmm. <laughs> that reminds me, uh, Adobe had this app where um, you could like fake your voice where they, you know, it takes oh, a yeah, makes yeah. A model of your voice and yeah. then you can have it say whatever you want. Yeah. Oh. Is that like live and out there now? I, I don't know, but I heard about like it. I like that. I'm going to Google that now. Very quick. Adobe voice, voice faker. <laughs> <laughs> Is it there? I don't know. All right. Um, do businesses really use Google My Business posts? A case study. I would assume the answer is yes. I would assume it's no. Care to share? Care to elaborate? I don't know. It's one of those things that caught on for a little bit and everybody forgot about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, digital. Well, what did they conclude? Did you read it? I, I didn't read it. No. This is the lightning round. <laughs> this isn't the I read it round. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I read some of these. Uh Digital ads spending to top traditional for the first time in 2019. Did, you sure that didn't mean 2009? What? Is it really taking that long? I think so. Oh. Again, this is... <laughs> <laughs> uh, changes to YouTube community guidelines, strikes, burning questions. Did you hear about that? No. It's basically just an update and sim simplified version of... Uh, what you can and cannot post about. So, yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, you know, I have a few more. Oh, two, two more, both from Search Engine Journal. Uh, Google, don't worry about malicious backlinks. We ignore them. Yeah, we kind of covered that. I feel like. Did we? Yeah, but that's one of those things. They they've said that. I don't. I don't. Well, buy it. No. No. Well, I, how do they know it's malicious and not a link that you chose to seek? Okay. Well, no, I mean that's fair, right? Yeah, there's questions. I've seen this is what I've they, seen. I've seen tweets from John Mew that would, um, it would line up with that title, the the article title. But like Sean said, you never know. I wouldn't leave it to chance. No, I th yeah. Anytime yeah. you can remove them, I would as well. That's it. Did you what? say you had two? You you yeah, had two. I don't like the other one anymore. Okay, I think you should share it anyway. All right. Well, now that we were like, that article stinks. <laughs> what are the bad articles? Yeah. No, that's uh, Google UX playbooks and ranking effect. That's a good one. Why did you choose not to bring that up? Because well, the title sucks. <laughs> oh. um, but that's, I think we, we mentioned, we discussed this a few weeks ago as well. Um, right? The, I can't uh, remember. I the playbooks. But they acknowledge it and they're not like yeah, so Google, angry about it? No, they're not angry about it. They more or less said that they're, you know, they're good, um, good, practices for businesses to put in place, but they may or may not directly impact cool. rankings. Good stuff. Cool. Yeah. So is that it? That's, That's it. it. Well, cool. Well, hey, we'll have a little announcement here. We are uh, uh, HubSpot Gold Partners now, yeah. which is pretty exciting. And uh, upper and onward, guys. Oh, diamond all the way. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully you enjoyed... The podcast, Tim's laughing. <laughs> what are you laughing about, Tim? I'm just laughing. Why? I was thinking up. Answer the question. I was thinking up HubSpot tiers beyond Diamond. I really want there to be a Ruby tier. <laughs> I don't know why. Because <laughs> Diamonds are 
not valuable? I, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, we won't get into it. Yeah. Um, if you like this, uh, subscribe on iTunes. Where else are we? SoundCloud, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play. I think that's it. Leave us a review. Give us a yeah. high five. We'd like it. Leave us a, I mean, I'll send you a mug if yeah. you leave us a review. Yeah. We need a review. All right. Well, we'll be next back next Friday. So we'll, we'll see you then. Bye.